presented by Amway. Good morning. I'm Playbook Editor Mike DeBonis. It's Monday, October 30th. Here's what's driving the day. We've got some exclusive news this morning on new House Speaker Mike Johnson, in particular about one of the big questions surrounding his ascension, fundraising. First off, we have some weekend numbers from the National Republican Congressional Committee. Friday and Saturday, Johnson's first full two days as Speaker were the NRCC's best days of online fundraising in more than 18 months, totaling more than $360,000. Our political colleague, Ali Mutnick, has another scoop this morning, which is that Johnson is standing by the Congressional Leadership Fund, the longstanding House GOP super PAC, and its president, Dan Constan. That news should start quieting some of the whispers about whether Johnson, a newbie to big-dollar fundraising, has what it takes to keep Republicans in the majority. We continue to follow news out of the Middle East, where Israel has entered a new phase of its war against Hamas, which reportedly involves a significant new ground assault in northern Gaza. Here in Washington, the conflict is set to hit the House floor later this week, with GOP leaders announcing last night that they will call a Thursday vote on a $14.5 billion aid package for Israel. Keep in mind this bill does not include funding for Ukraine, which the White House, Congressional Democrats, and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell all want to move in tandem with Israel aid. We're going to be watching that debate play out all week and beyond. And finally this morning, President Joe Biden is releasing a sprawling new executive order dealing with artificial intelligence that includes new safety guidelines for AI developers, new standards to disclose AI-generated content, and requirements for federal agencies that are deploying AI. And joining me now is Playbook author Eugene Daniels to discuss these brave new frontiers. Speaking of brave new frontiers, Eugene, where are you joining us from this morning? I am joining you from Dubai on a quick trip to see my parents who live here before I head to London with Vice President Harris. She's going to be here for a summit on these bold frontiers. So lots going on this week. Well, very pleased to be setting new Playbook daily briefing records for distance learning. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) But the news this morning is that the White House, President Biden, is out with a new executive order on artificial intelligence. There's a lot there, huh, Eugene? Like, this seems like a pretty big deal. There, there is a whole lot in this EO, right? Someone I was talking to was saying this is an administration who clearly has been talking to a lot of people. They've discussed it with companies and civil rights organizations, other civil society groups to kind of figure out what do we do here? So there's kind of two things that are really important to understand about the EO. One is this is basically the White House being as bold as they possibly can, getting on the ground floor early on regulating AI in this country. They're limited in how much they can do without Congress, obviously. And that's why you do an EO, right? Because you know they're probably not going to get something popping off from Congress. However, this is also an issue where there's a lot of bipartisan support in Congress. This is something that the Trump administration also worked on. I was just talking to an expert who said that. And so they are hopeful that kind of no matter who's in charge in 2025 and beyond, that this is an issue people are going to keep focusing on domestically. Also, it's the international angle, right? The United States is traditionally behind on tech regulation. And so this is us trying to catch up to China and the EU, who are much more ahead. The UK is very public in talking about it, as the United States is, but not so much in the regulation. So this gives directions to dozens of agencies on next steps that the administration wants to see. It kind of compels companies to take certain steps to protect folks and also invokes the the Defense Production Act 
for example. So there's a lot in there that folks should take a look in the stories that are coming out from our teams in Awesome Playbook this morning. And I, I would be remiss to not point out that Politico readers got a sneak preview of this last week from our reporters, Mahar Chatterjee and Rebecca Kern, who got a uh, copy of a draft. Is there anything in the final version that is added or subtracted from that draft that you're aware of? As our fabulous reporters want to do, they had it right. right? It, it, is, it is essentially the same thing. The only difference is, you know, actually seeing the EO and folks reacting to an actual EO versus reporting of an EO is going to be interesting for folks to watch out for. And with Vice President Harris traveling to London for a summit on AI, watching how that kind of lands here in the UK. So let's talk about that. Kamala Harris, you know, she has these sort of portfolio items, you know, civil rights, abortion rights, AI. It's, it's a long list. It's a it's a long list. And I was reminded that it was on the list this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so she is the emissary to this global summit that is being hosted by British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. What's her sort of brief for this trip? The vice president's part of this one-two punch that the administration is doing. One, the EO that the president will be signing. And two, the more visible aspect of that is her being at the Global Summit on AI Safety in London, right? This is something she's been talking about for a bit. She is always focused on civil rights, labor rights, consumer rights, those kinds of things when it comes to that. She's going to be bringing that vision, I'm told, by her team to the summit. She's going to do a major speech on Wednesday, basically telling the world how the United States views the future of AI. What are the things that the United States is doing, wants to be doing to make sure that that vision actually comes to fruition? Obviously, something that she probably isn't going to talk about is the fact that Congress isn't probably doing much on the issue at any point, but it's about making folks know that the administration is kind of doing that. And, you know, we have heard so much lip service to this issue in Congress, particularly from Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, who had all of these big titans of technology actually come to the Senate last month and brief senators. But that isn't translating into legislation anytime soon. Yeah, that's the thing is that, you know, there's a lot of talk happening. And this is something that this administration knows, right? They feel like this EO is a good mark in the sand to say to people, look at where we want to go. Is that going to kickstart Congress to actually get anything done? Probably not, considering the chaos that just ended in 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 Congress. Um, but I think they're they're hopeful, and more importantly, the people that are working on this issue that are not in politics are hopeful because they are the ones who are talking to members of the Senate and Congress on both sides. They are in meetings with folks from the White House working on this issue, so they have a hope that I often don't hear from the people in in civil society um, when something like this happens, because especially 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 because they believe the United States, other countries as well, but the United States learned a lot of lessons with dealing with the mess that is social media and that they want to be on the front end of regulation and kind of figuring out how to not tamp down innovation and getting people to use this to make all of our lives easier, but also not to and to focus on not losing jobs, to focus on, you know, what are the things that we can make sure that it's it's equitable for, for folks in, in this country. And so a lot going on, not a sexy issue too much, but there's a lot happening because a lot of us are focused or a lot of us will be using and focusing on AI in the future. Eugene Daniels, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. And for your schedule today, the House is out and won't be back in till Wednesday. 
The Senate is in, voting at 5.30 this evening to advance a judicial nomination. And speaking of AI, both President Biden and Vice President Harris will participate in an event this morning at the White House on artificial intelligence, where you can expect them to say quite a bit more about that executive order. I'm Mike DeBonis. Thanks for listening. Amway proudly helps people live better, healthier lives with products grown and made right here at home. Through millions in continued U.S. manufacturing investments and the efforts of employees and independent business owners alike, Amway positively impacts American communities. Learn more at weareamway.com.